When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. There you go, the flower of Scotland, Murrayfield, the 20th of November, 2014, the All Black Scotland. God, you just get goosebumps listening to that, the fields of Athen Rye when it comes to Ireland, the Welsh National Anthem. And it is tomorrow morning, New Zealand time, that the All Blacks will take on Scotland. Never, ever lost a test to the Scottish. The All Black team, Ethan de Groot, Samasoni, Taki Aho, Nepo Laulala. Samuel Whitelock, Scott Barrett, Akirawani at six, Dalton Papalihi at seven, Adi Sevilla, arguably the best rugby player in the world, bar none at the moment, in the number eight jersey. The back line, Finlay Christie, Bowden Barrett, Caleb Clark, David Harvili, Anton Leonard-Brown, all-black debut, Mark, Mark Talia. Congratulations to him. And Geordie Barrett will start at fullback. Mark Watson, alongside of me, a man who played 79 tests for the All Blacks as we bring you the final 25 minutes of the rugby run. Very special guest joining us on the programme, a man who grew up, played his rugby here in New Zealand, but would play for 15 tests for Scotland. His name is Gordon Simpson. Gordon, good afternoon. Welcome. Hi, Mark. Hi, Carly. How are you? Good, Badger. Hey, hey, where did the name Badger come from, Gordon? I need to know. It, it, it is a family show, however. <laughs> it is a family show, though. Yeah, no, this is, this is pretty uh, pretty mild. Uh, first senior game uh, for North Shore against uh, Maharangi up, um, up in uh, Walkworth. And, um, yeah, a couple of the boys just said that I was on the ground a lot trying to Badger for the ball a lot. And, um, and uh, basically, it just came from there, really. And so I got on the bus and they said... George, you're like a badger out there, and I said they said that's what's going to be your new nickname, and I said no, 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 don't call me that, and the rest is history, really. <laughs> never say don't, never say don't call me that. So, Gordy, yeah, tell exactly. us, yeah, Gordy, tell us the path then from Rosemary College, North Shore Rugby Club, to actually playing. I know you went through Glasgow, but playing uh, representing Scotland. How did that come about? Uh, basically, um, I had a, a good friend, uh, Dad, who had sort of um, sort of spent a lot of time down in Targo, and he had a rugby guy down there who was an agent. 
um, and just sort of asked the question one night when I was around at my mate's house. The father asked, you know, do you have any sort of history, any background as far as ancestry? And I said, oh, wouldn't have a clue to be fair. And then, um, obviously, clearly uh, not listening to your parents when you're young. My mother had informed me many times uh, that I, uh, her father was Scottish. So I went back to uh, him and said, yeah, listen, my, my grandfather's Scottish. And um, he got hold of Jim Telford, basically, in Scotland. Um, back in the uh, VHS days, I sent a video, a video over there. Uh, probably took about two weeks to get there. And, um, yeah, about, about, about three or four days after it arrived, Jim Telford called me and said, yeah, listen, we'd like to get you over here and um, put you sort of on a part-time contract and see how you, see how you develop and... All goes well, then uh, we'd like obviously fully uh, uh, sign you up for sort of full time Scotland contract. So tell us, so, you know, we yeah. we live here in New Zealand. We dream about playing for the All Blacks. A call up to the All Blacks, a special one for every player and their families, as well. I am sure is exactly the same for you in Scotland. Uh, how did that call go about? Yeah, well, listen. Obviously, um, growing up in the Greys back here in, in New Zealand, I sort of you know New Zealand secondary schools, New Zealand cults, and. Um, and then, yeah, unfortunately, it was just a, it was a big call back then. I guess uh, Laurie Maines had to make between Josh Cornfield and myself, and um, Josh got the nod. And sort of, I mean, yeah, it was sort of, um, you know, so I guess I was just looking at all options after that. Um, I could have stayed here and, and sort of continued with Harbour um, after I came back from Wellington and in, in, in end of '96. I played a year at Harbour at 97 and sort of could have continued here, but that's when all the conversations around going to Scotland came about. And, um, yeah, I flew over there, and I think it was on my mum's birthday, February 1st, 98. And um, and then, yeah, got into the tour uh, Australia in, uh, I think it was June uh, 98, and um, sort of went from there. So, yeah, obviously played a lot of games in Glasgow for uh, Glasgow Rugby. And... Um, yeah, and it's, it's sort of, I mean, obviously uh, a few injuries here and there, but um, played those, those test matches and, and ended up playing the All Blacks three times. Um, I think it was, um, the first one was in Dunedin, Carousel, I'm, I'm going to say, sorry, the first one was 99, the World Cup uh, quarterfinal, where I think Jonah scored about two tries against us in the first 10 minutes, but I think we, uh, we held, our, held our own in the last 60. Um, we, we, we won the last 60 minutes, so it was a hideous day, uh, 99, uh, we played that, and then 2000, we played over here, uh, we got a bit of a thumping over here, and then I think uh, another more autumn test over in um, at Murrayfield, I think it was Richard McCall's second test match, um, um, so yeah, I mean obviously I didn't play for the All Blacks, but I got, I guess the next best thing is you get the chance to play against them. So yeah, that, was, um, that yeah, 99 that game badge at the Rugby World Cup was actually my last uh, for the for the All Blacks, pouring with rain at Murray Field. But let's before we get into tomorrow's game, let's paint from. Yep. I've talked about it from the All Blacks' point of view, the uniqueness about Murray Field. You know, when the lights go down, they roll out a Scottish legend. The bagpipe will play Flower of Scotland up on the main stand. But from the Scottish players' point of view, from your point of view, playing at Murray Field, paint the picture for us there. Yeah, well, it's it's, a, it's an incredible stadium. Um, I'm not sure if many people know it's actually heated. It's a heated stadium because obviously we uh, over there it, the the conditions can vary um, more on the worst side than the good side. So um, and yeah, obviously the history of Scotland. Um, they're a very proud nation. I think everyone sort of um, is aware of that. Uh, maybe the rugby is not as sort of held in sort of a higher esteem as as the football over there. 
Um, I, st- I still think, and I'll, I'll always think this, that the rugby team is more successful than the football team. Um, but, the, yeah, they're pretty passionate about football over there. But, yeah, Murrayfield, you know, Princess Anne is obviously the patron saint and stuff like that. We got to meet her. My mother even got to meet her, which was, was, which was um, massive for me. Um, and just, yeah, just the history of Scotland. I mean, being able to personally play for my mother's father's team, you know, that was that was um, that was a, a massive thing for me. Um, and also, obviously, playing Test rugby and having the chance to walk out into that Murrayfield Stadium um, with all the all the history, the proudness. That uh, I guess they always sort of say they always sort of bat they bat above their weight. And um, yeah, before we had obviously talk about tomorrow's game. Um, you know, I think I think this is going to be the best chance to do that. So, yeah, I mean, listen, massive stadium. I, I, there's no one I've sort of spoken to who's ever had a bad experience there. Uh, Edinburgh is such a fantastic city, and um, and then to have that massive stadium in the middle of it uh, just just brings you know just brings sort of your hair standing up at the back of your neck. It's 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 a phenomenal feeling, and I was very fortunate to be able to have that chance to do that. So, Gordy, belief is a huge thing in sport, all sport, but certainly elite sport. Do you believe Scotland think they can beat the All Blacks? Yeah, I think I think you, you had a good point there, Camo. I think back in our day, especially with the Scottish guys around me, um, I guess with my mentality back here, you know, it's sort of it was all about winning and stuff like that. Um, back in my day, I think there were some Scottish guys that, that were, you know, when they played the big weeks, the South Africans, the Australians, New Zealanders, there was a lot of doubt there. And um, but I feel I feel with the Scotland team and, and and what Greg has done over the last few years, and I guess the experience that they've had now, they sort of, you know, I always think about the All Blacks trying, you know, playing the same fifteen regularly to get that combinations. Um, well, previous anyway, obviously been a bit different with the All Blacks the last few years, but um, I think Scotland been in a position now where they've, they've got they've had they've got a similar base of players that have been playing with each other quite a while, so. I would, I would definitely say that, that the belief is there, and I think they've got the experience, uh, and and under Gregor, um, the belief now that they, they they have got a chance to do this. Obviously, there's got to be a lot of things that have to go their way, um, and you know, I guess they get the rub of the green as well, uh, because obviously with that all back experience uh, game last week. Um, you know, they're sort of starting to... They see that they hit, they hit their straps well last week, the All Blacks, but um, as we've known this year, there is some inconsistency issues with the All Blacks, um, and I think Scotland will ride on that. And, you know, if they get off to a good start, Scotland, um, yeah, I think their belief is there. And I think, you know, I think they've been playing good rugby over the last few years. Yes, they've had a couple of um, average performances, but overall, I think they've, they've, they've measured up quite well against some, some big teams. What Gordon Simpson? What do you make of this All Black team? What do you make of the twenty-three that they're putting out on the park? I mean, we have been inconsistent. I'm still not sure the New Zealand rugby public are, public are convinced. Um, I mean, if you're Gregor Townsend, if you're coaching Scotland, what are you targeting? Oh, I think I think it is that sort of um, uh, inconsistency of the All Blacks. I think you really got to go from from minute one. You really got to attack the All Blacks and really put some real pressure on them. Um, yeah, I mean, listen. I think I think we've had some. I think we've had some um, issues at line at time. Um, Sammy Tony, I think, has been outstanding around the field, but I still think he's got some um, some throwing in um, sort of uh, frailties. Um, and you know, listen, we've got a couple of new guys coming in. Uh, Finley Christie, obviously, he's played a few tests, but he's a little bit inexperienced still. Um, Mark Delius, fantastic. He's making his debut, but I'm sure that the um, 
and I know he's good at the high ball under uh, in, in New Zealand rugby, but I think uh, you put him in a test match scenario and he'll have, he'll have nerves. I think Scotland will really probably throw some balls up there. I think the weather's supposed to be okay in Scotland tomorrow uh, in Edinburgh. So, yeah, listen, I, I think I think you're right, Mark, when you talk about New, the, the New Zealand public and the inconsistencies. Um, it's, it's, it's out there. We know about it. And I think if Scotland... Going to have any chance? They've really got to sort of um, challenge that and really target it and really put. I guess really put the orbits under pressure. And that's winning. That's holding the ball for Scotland. It's not giving it away. It's you know winning their set phase work. So they've got to. They've got to sort of nail all those um, and then obviously put real pressure on the All Blacks. Badge, we'll get into the Scottish team soon, but you know better than anyone else about loose forward play and the domination. Let's assume the All Black Type Five do what they have to do. A lot of talk between Dalton Papali'i, of course, taking over from Sam Kane. What do you think of his performance last Saturday against Wales and, and the game that he brings to the All Blacks? Yeah, I, I think he. I think it's um, he is an outstanding player. Uh, I think he's a different player. I think he's very much a all in hand, attacking, running off the sort of side of the ruck kind of guy. Um, he makes him, He's a great defensive player. I think he he really stands up there. Um, he, I think he complements Adi Savia real well. Um, I guess I guess the only thing maybe of Dalton is maybe um, um, getting the breakdown uh, in, a, in a sort of speedy sense. Um, he is a big guy, um, and um, yeah, I, I, it's 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 a difficult one because I think that both these um, these loose four packs um, have, are, are going to cancel each other out. I think the Scotland back row too is 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 a, a real good one too. Um, so it'll be interesting this one. I mean, obviously it's hard for me to uh, to uh, knock. Uh, I'm not going to knock any of this through his one, especially Artie, because he's a Hurricanes boy. And like Mark said before, um, he is the best in the world at the moment. He's outstanding. So, um, and it's hard to cancel someone like him out because he's always involved. He's always in the guts of it all. So um, back to Dalton. Yeah, listen, I think he's outstanding. I still think he's got a bit to learn. Um, he's sort of waited patiently, I guess, with Sam Payne being in front of him. Um, but I, I think he brings a lot. I think he brings a lot of attacking now, especially to that uh, backs, and especially that as a, as a link player. Um, but in saying that, I also thought last week's game against Wales was a very open game, so it probably suited his game really well. Um, if it's a tight game or the weather does kick in and stuff like that, that's, I guess, where you, you really want to see Dalton probably really getting stuck in and, and doing, I guess, doing the hard yards as opposed to the running off, the linking and... and um, that, that, that form of sort of um, play. So, yeah, um, he's, he's definitely holding his own. He's, he's definitely uh, performing well and certainly deserves a spot there. And he has got a lot of um, years worth to go. So it's, it'll be exciting to see how he develops. On the Scottish side, Badger, and we'll talk start at the back so we don't need to spend that long uh, out there, but not originally part of this autumn uh, international. Is this Finn Russell, uh, the, the number 10? Um, what do you know about him? Why wasn't he selected? What's he going to bring? And uh, what type of character is he? Oh, I've only met Finn a couple of times, and he's he's a very confident young boy. Um, uh, probably a little bit out of the mould of the, your typical Scot- Scotsman. Um, he, uh, he he believes in his own ability, and he probably had a few little, um, um, uh, so I guess, mild discussions with with Gregor, uh, and they've they've obviously disagreed on some things and. Um, but he brings a lot of experience. I think it, it speaks for itself what he's done previously in his, his, his sort of sixty odd tests with Scotland. Um, I think it's actually I think it's a great thing that he's come back in here. I think he, he brings that experience. Um, he's certainly not going to be uh, taken back from or you know sort of on the back foot against All Blacks. He will, he will be 
on the front foot. He's that kind of player. He's got he he, he believes in his ability. He's very confident, and um, I guess I guess if he wants to shut everyone up and sort of say that he should he should have been here, regardless of what's on on off the field, um, you know if he puts his front foot forward and, and, and shows everyone. Um, against your that said he should have been there then you know then I guess everything everything else gets put to bed um, if they can sort of uh, get over the All Blacks Okay well just very quickly to Richie Gray I think big lock forward now putting your Scottish yep. hat on you're going for your yep. Scotland nation how do they get the job done against the All Blacks? Yeah well I, I think I mentioned it before um, they need to they need to hang on to the ball um, they need to control I guess again control their own set phase um, I think, I think, like I said, I think holding the ball is real key for Scotland. I think there's been, especially when I was involved, we tended to kick it away a lot, um, possibly because we had some of our backs were, uh, and you know, I'm a big fan of backs, Carmo. Um, they, they were a little bit sort of, um, I guess, not up to the, not up to scratch of maybe some other uh, backs around the world. Um, i.e. the All Blacks, you know, Australia, South Africa. Um, but I think they've got, they've got a. Scotland have got a back line now. Um, you know, um, Dylan Van der Meer, he's, he's an outstanding winger. Um, he loves to come in and find work. He loves to sort of um, look for work. Uh, pretty much, I guess, like the all-back wingers. Um, Stuart Hogg, I mean, he's played 90-odd tests. He's got experience. He's a fantastic player. I don't think a lot of people actually know how good he is probably over this side of the world. Um, but he's... He, and he leads, he leads so well. Um, so I, I think as far as the whole team goes, the whole Scotland team... Um, they need to, they need to get up. They need to get the crowd behind them. They need to you know win the set phase. They need to challenge the All Blacks. They need to obviously meet them in defence. I mean all those kind of you know the old cliches. Um, and they need to get the rub of the green. Um, I think this is the best chance, especially the way the All Blacks have had this season. Um, this might all come back and bite me, but um, I, I just keep going back to the inconsistency of the All Blacks. And if, if Scotland can put some real pressure on them and you know and sort of hold them, and so you know 50, 60 minutes into the game. Uh, if it's still pretty tight, I think Scotland will really get up then and and believe they can do it. I mean, I th- I, I personally think this is the best chance for Scotland has had for years. Um, yeah, only, the, only because of the way that the uh, All Blacks have yeah. been this year with the inconsistency. You know, they play one great game and then they'll have a shock at the next game. So I'm sure they've talked about that the All Blacks, but I think Scotland will really will really target that. Yeah, no, I'm like you. I'm a bit jittery on this one, Gordon Simpson. Hey, just listening to you and Carmo, it sounds to me like rugby would be a better game without the backs. <laughs> well, um, yeah. I mean, to, to, to be fair, Mark, in Scotland, uh, 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 that's probably why I enjoyed it so much because the weather was uh, a massive factor over there. Um, you don't get the odd sunny, you don't get many sunny days over there. So it was a lot of ten man rugby. That's probably why I enjoyed it so much over there. So um, those poor wingers, some of those wingers we had back in the day, and the fullbacks, they would come off and they they didn't look they didn't look good at all. So. Um, yeah, um, listen, it's, I don't know it's a 15-man game or 23 or, 20, or whatever they play these days game, but, um, yeah, obviously back then um, uh, uh, with with the weather and stuff like that, especially in Scotland, it was it was definitely, a, there was a lot of 10-man games of rugby involved. Gordon Simpson, enjoy the fixture tomorrow morning. Lovely to have you on the programme. Greatly appreciated. Thank you. No, great talking to you guys. For logbook servicing you can rely on, you need to make the right choice. You need trained professionals who are fully qualified to service your car according to manufacturer's specifications. For real peace of mind and a nationwide warranty, book in or book online at repcoservice.com.